everyone. This week is Parshas Vayeshev, and we begin reading in the Torah about the Sipure Yosef and his struggles with his brothers, his being thrown into a pit, sold down to the Ishmaelim, to Mitzrayim, the house of Potiphar, and the whole stories of ultimately leading to his being thrown to jail and then rising, interpreting the dreams of power, rising to the highest levels of power. And many people note that calendarically, in the calendar, the stories of Yosef, these Kriyos HaTorah that we have, always link into Hanukkah, and there's certainly a lot of Divrei Torah that link Hanukkah and the stories of Yosef. But perhaps we could suggest that there's an even deeper linkage, and a deeper connection between the stories of Yosef that we're reading about right now and the Nais of Purim, and Esther, and Mordechai, and all the rest. We see tremendous, tremendous thematic links. First of all, these are both events that take place in Gullus. In both cases, Esther and Yosef, Mordechai as well, rise to the highest of levels in a foreign government. They're both initially, Esther and Yosef, are taken against their will, but onus. They use that position of power to save B'nai Yisrael from destruction. They're also able to, Yosef helps Paro. Mordechai helps Achashverosh and Bixon Viserosh. They're able to help that foreign government. In both cases, Yosef and and Esther, they only reveal their identity at the end of the story. In the context of a Mishta, Yosef reveals himself to his brothers, Esther to Achashverosh, that she really is a Jew. In both cases, there's a dream or a lack of sleep of the king of Achashverosh, and a paro who can't dream needs his dreams interpreted. Both stories involve the hanging of rebellious officials. Haman Ubanov, the Sar Ofim, very striking. But perhaps the most important element is in both stories is you don't find the shame Hashem. You don't find HaKadosh Baruch Hu fully, fully revealed. Everything that happens to Esther and Mordechai, you could explain it away. A great story, a story of Games of Thrones. It's a great story, but you could explain it away. Wait, the Shem Hashem is not there. Everything just seems to work out so perfectly. Well, the same exact thing is true when it comes to the stories of Yosef. Everything is orchestrated. He's looking, he's sent out to find his brothers. There's an Ish, go Dotaina. Everything is orchestrated. He ends up being thrown into a pit. No deep pit, a miracle happens. But no, it could be explained naturally. The Shem Hashem is not, is not evident. We go from place to place. Yishma'elim, Medonim, down to Paro, the house of Potiphar. Miracles happen. He doesn't engage with Aisha's Potiphar. He's thrown into jail. There he interprets dreams. Paro hears about it. He ends up in the house of Paro, rises to Mishra Melech, saves all of Mitzrayim from famine. And ultimately, you see clearly that this is all Hashkachas Hashem. Hashem works in multiple ways. He works overtly with Nes Nigla. Yeah, that's Hanukkah. And then he works behind the scenes. He works in the Nistar. But everything is a perfect, exquisite orchestration by Akarash Baruch Hu, Working the themes, the master puppeteer, making sure everything is positioned exactly as it's supposed to. These are the lessons of Sipurei Yosef, the lessons of Nes Purim, to go ahead and appreciate Hashem, not just in the overt, not just in the miracle of lights, but also behind the scenes, the master puppeteer working through everything, making sure that everything is positioned in the most exquisite and perfect way possible. Have a wonderful Shabbos.